Hey, and welcome to the Intuitively Inspired Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Elizabeth, and I'm a holistic health coach. It is my mission to guide you into being the CEO of your own body and life, to have you stepping into the most confident, empowered version of you, and really redefining your meaning of health and happiness so that you can leave feeling lit up, tuned in, and turned on by your life. Each week, we will delve into all things health and wellness, whether that be nutrition, hormones, periods, stress management, personal growth, having a healthy relationship with food, living intuitively, and literally everything in between. I am so, so excited that you're here. So let's dive in. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Intuitively Inspired. So today I have something slightly different for you because earlier I sat down with the incredible Amy Layton who is a mindset and confidence coach and we chatted all things breaking up with imposter syndrome, gaining confidence and really moving through fear so you can step into your next level self. You know I am all about this at the moment. (laughs) So we sat down on Instagram live and had an amazing conversation and I really, really wanted to share it with you here on the podcast as well. Now bearing in mind because it's an Instagram live, the voice Um, quality, the sound quality is not as good as it usually is. So please bear with it. There are so many amazing nuggets of wisdom and practical steps in here that you can utilize and use in your own life that I'm sure you'll get so much from it regardless of the sound quality. Um, So yeah, I really do hope you enjoy. Just before I let you go, I want to let you know that on Thursday, the 11th of August, I am running a free workshop called Well Nourished and I would love it if you could come. So I'm going to leave the details in the show notes but essentially this is for you if you are someone who is currently just constantly battling yo-yo dieting, struggling with emotional eating, struggling with binge eating and you want to take your health to the next level, you want to stop getting in your own way and start finding a way of taking care of your health that's actually sustainable long term so you don't have to be on and off the wagon all the time, you're ready to just find something that's sustainable, find something that works long term and find something that feels really good even when you're on holiday, even on the weekends and yeah, it's just going to be an incredible workshop because it will be full of tangible tips and things that you want to take away with you and um, a little bit of a time and space at the end for a bit of a Q&A as well. So if you want to bring a personal situation to me and you want some advice and support, um, then the Q&A at the end is going to be amazing as well. Um, I've got a little bit of a surprise for everyone who jumps on the live, but there will be a um, replay available if you can't make it live. So please do join regardless and I'll send you out a replay if you can't make it. So I'll drop the details in the show notes. You definitely want to sign up and if you could as well share it with someone who you know will also need it or share it on your socials that would be really amazing um i think i've got about 80 people signed up at the moment which is absolutely incredible and it would be amazing to help as many people as possible so give it a share keep me posted with um how you get on with it once you've um joined so that i can uh, catch up with you and find out what your takeaways were and everything else as well but Without further ado, I'll leave you to the conversation with Amy because it's so fantastic. You'll get so much from it and I hope to speak to you all soon. Sending lots of love and I'll catch you later. So let's get on to the topic of conversation because I'm dying to pick your brains about all things confidence. Um, Imposter syndrome is something that you are like heavily involved in at the moment aren't you in terms Mm -hmm. of the trainings that you're doing you've got a masterclass coming up soon as well on imposter syndrome and and really breaking up with imposter syndrome and one of the things that I've been finding myself talking about recently is really stepping into your higher self so leaving behind that old version of you and I think those Mm -hmm. two topics kind of really mesh so well together that I thought we'd have such an amazing conversation about imposter syndrome but why don't you first tell me a little bit about tell us all obviously I know a little bit more about you um but tell us all a little bit more about your story and specifically as well with imposter syndrome because obviously you've got some experience on screen and doing some tv exciting stuff and so I can imagine that imposter syndrome has been something that you've had to deal with your whole life but why don't why don't you tell us why don't you tell us a little bit more about you and your story with that yeah, absolutely. So I am a mindset and confidence coach, um, and I work with 
small business owners, service-based business owners, to support them to, I use the term flip the script. So what I mean by that is to support them to um, overcome any thoughts, feelings, and beliefs that might well be holding them back and ultimately help them to create new ones to help them to move forwards in their business. And it's very much been something that has come out of, as you say, come out of my own journey. Um, So I moved to London 11, what year are we in? 2022? Yeah. 12. I moved to London 12 years ago to come to drama school. Um, you know, as a, as a 19 year old budding actor came and did my three years at drama school mm. and left drama school and went, yay, great. What do I do now? <laughs> and essentially spent the entirety of my twenties temping, trying to make, make ends meet, um, very much, you know, eating hand to mouth, just trying to get the bills paid, trying to audition, trying to um, build up my CV with my acting stuff and trying to balance it all. And, you know, it was all a very fine line. Mm-hmm. And that meant that I had a huge amount of doubt, a huge amount of doubt in myself because I was trying to pay the bills I was trying to work I was trying to audition I was thinking am I ever going to be able to do this am I ever going to be able to make a decent salary am I ever going to be able to actually make it in the acting world am I ever going to be able to stop doing things for free um and there was there was a huge amount of imposter syndrome and what I mean by that is is self-doubt and feelings of fraud within Mm. what I was doing and a huge amount of soul-searching within that as well like can I really do this or actually am I better just to pack it all in and you know over the course of my 20s you know I'm 31 now over the course of my 20s that was basically it was basically that on repeat um and actually as you say you know I was really lucky to have um, a couple of acting gigs I did some adverts I was in a BBC Netflix series and um, that happened, when was that? 2018, I think, 2019. Um, and that was something that I very much had imposter syndrome around as well, because, you know, I was acting alongside Tony Collette, so Muriel from Muriel's Wedding, if anybody knows that that, um, that name. And my goodness me, I was like, I can't believe I'm sat here next to Tony Collette in January talking about KFC having a shortage of gravy. Because uh, it was that time period, if anyone remembers that. Um, so, and, a, and a huge thing, you know, a, a huge mindset of, right, I'm levelling up here. I'm going to have to really hold my own. And I'm really going to have to battle through these feelings of self-doubt that I'm, that I'm um, having as I'm acting with Tony Collette. And I'm acting with these other names that I mm. really recognised from TV. Um And yeah, it's kind of grown from there. You know, there's been various levels of self-doubt and imposter syndrome from there to COVID happening and business, you know, my business going here, there and everywhere to having Mm. to rebrand my business and retrain. And I think, yeah, imposter syndrome is something that affects people no matter what level of business they're at. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you, that's certainly been my experience, um, which is why it's something that I really want to help people with now. Yeah, totally. I love that so much. And I love how you are just like, yep, here is a massive list of experiences that I've had imposter syndrome with. And I kind of feel like the more that you, and I don't know if you feel this as well, but the more that you kind of progress in life, like the more used to dealing with imposter syndrome you become, it's not like the imposter syndrome ever really goes away. It's Mm -hmm. more so about like, the fact that you become better at navigating it so I always think I don't know if you feel that as well if that's something that you go through but I think for for me now as a business owner jumping through hoops of fear is just like well you kind of got to do it you signed up for this life I don't know if you're in the same boat with obviously obviously you are right um so do you agree that like jumping out of your comfort zone and kind of really forcing yourself into a space of fear is necessary to grow and develop or you know yeah yeah sadly sadly it's one of those things that we have to do um but it's 
it's one of those things that is really quite difficult to do. Um, yeah. you know, to, to be in that place where you're able to say, okay, I'm going to get vulnerable here. I'm going to mm. do something where I can push myself out of my comfort zone, where I'm going to take a leap of faith, where I'm going to face those fears. That can be really terrifying. Yeah. And yet, actually, it's, it's how you then start to be able to deal with that feeling of fear around it and how mm. you're able to in essence go right okay this is terrifying yes I recognize this is out of my comfort zone but actually I'm okay I'm yeah. okay and these are the things that I'm going to do and this is the process I'm going to go through and I'm going to try something out and I'm going to mm. see how it happens and then from taking that action and from giving something a go then the confidence builds after that yeah yeah I love that yeah, it's it's such a thing that we all have to go through and it never gets easier but it's actually it's how you deal with that situation that then starts to get easier and then you get more confident from that totally I love that so much and I think this idea of not waiting until the fear subsides but knowing that it's going to be there and doing it anyway is mm -hmm. so so powerful because I think there are a lot of people who have dreams of doing something or progressing in there or putting their that putting themselves out there in a certain way mm -hmm. and they're they're almost waiting for the fear to stop first mm -hmm. and we can almost become and obviously I do a lot of work around food and body image and one of the things that I always notice is women that say you know when I've lost weight I'm going to go and do this or when I've got to my quote-unquote goal weight I'll go and do this and we all almost end up waiting on the cusp of greatness all the time before we make the leap because we're waiting for something. And I think this is so the same with imposter syndrome. We can almost wait for the imposter syndrome to go, which it never will unless you actually practice kind of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Would mm. you say that there's a particular way that is best to do that? Or, you know, what, what, what would be your kind of first yeah. few steps? into thinking out of your comfort zone I guess do you know what yes I've got something that I want to share but actually yes. for me to share this I'm going to get a paper and pen and I'm going to yes. share a bit of a visual diagram hold love on love it love I'm it going to I'm going to take some notes because I'm aware <laughs> that this is going to go on to a podcast as well and a visual diagram is yeah. not going to help a podcast so I will explain what I'm doing so what in essence you've got your comfort zone you've got your stretch zone and then you've got kind of the really out of your comfort zone so for example <laughs> you, this. you imagine this yeah so if you imagine three circles inside of each other the inner circle is where this is your comfort zone this is where yeah. you feel like you want to be all the time this is what feels safe this is your stretch zone so this is where things feel a little bit out of your comfort zone but you're okay and equally, here, the third circle, the outer circle, is where it's like, okay, this is, this is really out of my comfort zone. I can't remember the official word for it, but this is really out of my comfort yeah. zone. This is fear. This is me yeah. feeling really quite vulnerable. And I don't feel safe here. Yeah. If you imagine three circles inside of each other, actually, the reason why I mentioned that visual is because when you are starting to put your, push yourself out of your comfort zone, it's not as if you have to go to the outer circle and you have mm. to be completely out of your comfort zone and really pushing yourself into fear and vulnerability. Actually, if you can think of that middle circle, if you can think of being in the stretch zone mm. and being curious to what might happen in the stretch zone, and I use that word curious on purpose, what might happen if I just do one mm. thing to push myself out of my comfort zone today? Yeah. Then actually it makes it feel okay yeah. And it makes it, more, yeah. it makes it sustainable as well. Yeah. And it makes you feel like you might want to do a little bit more and a little bit more and slowly but surely that comfort zone grows and grows and grows and was once in the stretch zone then actually becomes in the comfort zone. Yeah. And so on and so on and so on. Yeah, I love that so much. And I think that visual is so, so helpful. And I could almost even imagine myself and other people literally drawing that out and writing in, like, what would be here? What would be in this area of the, you know, this sphere of possibility? You know, what would be, what would be here? What would be here? And what would be here? And I love how much this relates to the kind of work that I do as well, because I find that a lot of my clients who come to me for like health, support in their health, support in their fitness, 
support with food, support with their relationship with themselves. I think sometimes the expectation is in the, 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 that last zone, the like really, really throw yourself off a, off, out of a helicopter kind of zone if you're mm-hmm. scared of heights, is, I suppose the way that you would put it. Um, and, you know, it's almost reminding that you don't have to be all the way there yet. You mm-hmm. can literally, and one thing that I always say to my clients is, when life is hard, set the bar lower. So set the bar lower, lower, lower. How can we get to the, how can you really just meet yourself where you're at right now? And we don't even need to worry about what's out there yet. Mm -hmm. All we need to focus on is what's the next step and what can you do today? What feels good today? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really similar concept with big decisions in life, isn't it? Or where you want to go to. You wouldn't go to the gym and you know, go straight to the heaviest weight in the gym and be like, yep, I'm going to pick that one up. That's what I'm going to do today on day one of the gym. Um, Mm -hmm. You're probably more likely to go to the smaller weights and practice with them first. And I guess this is exactly what beating imposter syndrome and really starting to get comfortable out of your comfort zone is all about. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and if you think about, you know, if you think about climbing up a mountain as well and, and, yeah, um, you you can't just click your fingers and be right at the top and you know if the top's mm. feeling really confident around a situation and feeling like you push yourself out of your comfort zone you can't just yeah. click your fingers and be there you've got to have taken these small literally foot by foot by foot incremental yeah. up the side of a mountain to get you there um mm. so yeah it's something that it takes time yeah. it's practice as well and repetition yeah but actually it's it's coming back to and reminding yourself of, of your why and why it is that you're wanting to push yourself out of your comfort zone and what it is that's really driving this. Yeah. Um, and the beauty of that is that it's applicable to whoever you are and regardless of what situation you're in. So someone who's looking at uh, bettering their relationship with food, you know, it's a similar idea to yeah. a business owner who is looking to upgrade their mindset to help them get to the next level in their business. You know, it's... Totally. These are really lovely skills that are actually really adaptable in whatever walk of life you're in. Yeah, totally. I totally agree. And I think that, I think the first step to it all is understanding that it's totally okay that you're, you're feeling this way in general, that you're feeling fear, that you're feeling like an imposter, that you're feeling like you're like, ideally you want to be in that situation, especially as a business owner, you want to be in that situation a lot because that shows that you're growing and there is no growth without it. I think we, we do try and skirt around, you know, tr- having to feel this way, but actually it's a necessary step for growth. So if you're feeling like an imposter, you're probably doing the right thing. This is not a negative thing. This is probably actually you're, you're well where you're supposed to be. If you're feeling a, some level of discomfort, because it means that you're growing, it means that you're, you know, you're, you're developing and you're not just staying stagnant. I, I don't know about you, but for me, stagnancy is just something that I'm not okay with. Um, I have to constantly be working towards that next level version of me and I get incredibly bored, especially mm-hmm. as a, a business owner, constantly doing the same thing over and over again. So I think you're in a good spot if you're, an, in, if you're feeling that imposter kind of syndrome and you're feeling a little bit fear about where you're at, where, where you're at or, or what you're working towards. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, your perception of, your perception of um, constantly wanting to move towards something is is really interesting and people will have different perceptions around that so for some people some people will be exactly um like you and kind of really want to be constantly driving forwards wanting to push themselves out of their comfort zone whereas other people will actually prefer to stay within that comfort zone and the idea of pushing themselves out of it actually feels quite scary and quite vulnerable yeah so you know and that that is all i mean there's so many things mixed in with that as to why that happened yeah. but you know everything everything that has happened to us in our past will determine how we feel about pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone and it's it's about realizing that actually those feelings yeah don't make up who you are and yeah. so if you're one of those people that struggles with the idea of getting out of your comfort zone it doesn't mean that you can't yeah it, it yeah. just means that actually there's a slight shift in the way that you're thinking and, you know, maybe having an awareness of why it is that you find it easier to stay within that comfort zone and why you struggle to go out of it, um, that actually might then help you to move forward. So, you know, mm. however you feel about it, yes, imposter syndrome is really 
quite a good thing to experience and it shows as you say that you're kind of driving forwards and you're moving forwards but actually if that's something that doesn't necessarily feel accessible at the moment then actually you know that's okay yeah it's about realizing that it doesn't mean that you can't if that does, yeah. that, does that make sense a hundred percent a hundred percent and I love how this also ties in with what I say to clients about feeling feeling uncomfortable like we've got to be okay with feeling uncomfortable because it's I think what we what we're programmed to do as humans and this is you know this is nothing about an individual you know your individual quote-unquote flaws as a person it's just human nature that when you start feeling fear around anything it's like quick how can I massively just change to change what I'm doing so that I can get back into safety and I think that's natural you know if you look back at our history as hunter-gatherers when you're feeling fear in any capacity it's like quick how do I get myself back into safety so this is almost like something that we're programmed to do but if we can become okay with with discomfort and if we can acknowledge yeah do you know what I'm not feeling great right now and that's totally okay and I can sit with it and give this space and still do the damn thing amazing absolutely amazing and it applies in body image as well so like you know a lot of the clients that I work with sometimes you know they they have bad body image days Mm -hmm. and so okay you're having a bad body image day doesn't mean that we need to impulsively start taking loads of drastic and unhelpful action it means that we probably need to give ourselves a little bit of space to sit in the discomfort of how we feel for a while and give yourself a little bit a chance to lick your wounds basically and then move on right carry on with whatever else it was that you were going to do yeah yeah and uh, you know just Mm. the fact that someone comes to you and you know I find the same with my clients as well someone comes to you and goes I'm having a really bad body image day or I'm feeling really rubbish today Mm. you know that someone actually has the awareness around that is a really useful thing because yeah so often we're, we're taught not to acknowledge those kind of feelings, to push them down, to say everything's okay. They always yeah. use painted smiles. Mm. Um, but actually even just having the awareness gives you a really great starting point yeah. and a really great understanding of, okay, well, what's going on here? Let's, let's dig into this deeper so that then we can move forwards. Yeah, totally, totally. I love that. There's so much power in stepping back and just asking yourself, hang on a minute, what's really going on here? Like um, oftentimes, I mean, I don't know, if you've ever, and I know that you've, we've had conversations about, you know, your history with food at times, and, you know, I can imagine that it's um, the same in business, is that when you're having a tough day in business, in body image, with food, whatever it is, oftentimes it's not just that that's the problem. So can we step back a little bit and find out what's actually going on here? What's, you know, could this be a result of a few bad days that I've had at work? You know, an argument that I had in my relationship, fear of this, fear of that, and I'm just blaming it on this one thing versus you know really trying to take that crazy action towards I think what I find with my clients is that they tend to and myself to be honest in my in my own history with my relationship with food is um whenever I had a bad body image day um it was right drastic action I need to go on the most restrictive drastic diet possible to fix it straight away and it's like oh that's Mm -hmm. that's not it right zoom out what else is going on how can you start to understand that actually this is not just body today today it's you know also the fact that you're really stressed out the fact that this is going on the fact that this is going on um you're worried about being judged xyz see it all for what it is give it all space accept it all right where were we let's move on to that um versus kind of panic (laughs) which is what I tend to find I don't know if you find this with your clients who are business owners maybe they have a bad day and it's like all hell breaks loose let's go wild and chuck the towel in I don't know do you experience that yeah absolutely (laughs) I've experienced it myself as well as my clients (laughs) Um, how do we do this so well (laughs) and it it can as you say it can be so easy to zoom right in on one thing and be focused on one thing yeah but actually you know it's a really lovely exercise that I like to do with my clients as well is go okay let's look at the big let's look at the bigger picture let's zoom out what is going on here how then are your behaviors changing as a result of whatever is going on in the background, whether that is food? You know, we've both had like, different difficult yeah. relationships with food in the past. Or is it that actually you're procrastinating? Is it that you are finding it really difficult to be able to set boundaries with yourself mm. or with other people? 
you know, what is going on in the background that then affects how you're behaving here? Yeah. And how can we give this stuff some space and explore that as opposed yeah. to just focusing on this stuff here? I love that. I love that so much. And I think that's a really practical and tangible thing that people can use to get some clarity on what's actually going on, right? So I love that. And I love the um, the circles as well, because again, that's so, so practical and something that every single person can sit down and draw out and like, okay, this is the way that I'm gonna deal with this. This is how I'm gonna gently push myself out of my comfort zone and start practicing being in this area of I'm growing. It feels uncomfortable, but I'm okay with it. This is, mm -hmm. you know, this is what I want. Um, I love that so much. And I think that one of the questions that I had for you, actually, I wrote down, I wrote down some things that I wanted to speak to you about, mm -hmm. because um, in terms of like, imposter syndrome, do you feel like, and I'm asking you a question, this question specifically, because I've had questions about it recently, and I just thought, who better to ask than you? Is it possible that you can be an imposter to your own self in terms of if you're looking and thinking about, right, okay, I need to get here. This is what I'm working towards. Can you then feel imposter syndrome about reaching that next level version of you? Yes, mm. absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, you can have this kind of, you know, you can be here, you yeah. can have this dream whatever it is that you want to work towards, whether that's, you know, bettering your relationship with food and how that then impacts, you know, mm. holistically or whether that's to do with your business or whatever it might be. You know, going for a skydive whilst you're on holiday. I don't know. Um, but actually, <laughs> then it's almost like when then you start to kick things into motion around that, mm. then the imposter syndrome comes up because it's suddenly no longer a dream it's really no longer something that's hypothetical yeah. it's actually a reality and you're working towards it so it can be very easy at that point when it becomes real when you start to take those first steps you know if you think about i've never been skydiving but i'm going to go with this analogy so ben, <laughs> it's um, a really scary one isn't it like for me there's nothing worse than the uh, of going for a skydive oh so this is well on point no, for me. me too me too but i can't you've got to be mad <laughs> i can imagine myself and you know, if anyone who's watching or listening has ever been for a skydive, please forgive me for generalising what I would imagine to be the experience. However, I can imagine myself going, yeah, 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 I'll go for a skydive. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Yeah, let's do it. Woohoo! Um, and signing up for it, you know, probably bringing my husband along for the ride and, you know, he probably doesn't want to do it and I probably talked him into it because how much fun it will be, you know, think about that. And then, well wake up and it's the morning and then in my head I'm going oh god oh but I'm all the same going hey yeah it's fine it's fine and then we're maybe going to the place we're driving to the place and then the nerves start to kick in and then we get to the place and you have the safety briefing where they tell you everything that could ever possibly go wrong you know <laughs> to do with skydiving and you have to sign the form where you sign your life away and then you're going no I don't really want to do this yeah. I don't want to do it and the nerves are happening and you're starting to shake and then you're starting to second guess yourself and you're starting to doubt yourself and it's at that point that you either go okay I can stick with this I can do this mm. or you turn around and go no yeah no I can't I can't do this sorry I'm out yeah yeah so yeah I mean that's that was a weird totally that thing to no, my no, head. but you exactly. can you can absolutely be your own imposter yeah. you know and it's yeah it's how you deal with it and it's how you react to it that, yeah. that counts yeah totally I love that analogy and I think sometimes it's really helpful to bring that analogy out into something very practical because I think a lot of the work that we do is is all around confidence it's all about self-worth it's all around you know relationship with self xyz so sometimes having that um really practical analogy is is really helpful mm. and it kind of it, you, you can picture how to put that into any scenario that you're in I can imagine with the business owners that you work with it's very much like having that fear of I don't know maybe going live on Instagram or having that fear of maybe putting out a new offer or whatever it is and just being like oh god that feels so scary and like I don't want to put myself out there and unfortunately as a business owner it's kind of what you have to do um and I can imagine that with myself sometimes it's like and, and the work that I do um it's 
really kind of the belief in yourself that you can do something. I think this is the thing when a lot of people talk about imposter syndrome. I think the, the, the place that their mind goes immediately is when you're in a room around other people, do you feel like you fit into that room of people or do you feel like you're out your depth a little bit, which of course is imposter syndrome. But I think one of the things that I find with my clients and the message that I got recently from a follower, which I'll, I'll tell you about in a second, was very much around you know, I know exactly what I want to do. I know that I want to heal my relationship with food. I, I know maybe I want to start a business or whatever it is from yours or put out new offers or I want to, you know, get healthy. I want to get off this diet roller coaster and start really taking care of my health holistically. Mm. But there's just something in me that is going, nah, you're not going to be able to do that. That's not you. That's, that's, that's someone else's life. You're not going to be able to do that. Or maybe that you start so in your case, that might be, you know, your clients kind of starting to really put together a new offer or put together the Instagram or whatever else, but then going, gosh, yeah, no, actually I've changed my mind. I'm not going to be able to do this. And so it's like, it's not really always about other people. Sometimes imposter syndrome is very much like that higher version of you that you're looking up to, that you know, like deep, deep down, that's where you know you want to be, but there's just that, that thing that's stopping you. And I think sometimes you can get so addicted to your safety can't you and I think that's that's where you're being held back for the most part I know that that's been the case for me countless times in every area of my life um, and I know that so many other people you know for for both of our communities are going to be feeling the same in one way or another does that make sense I know that I went off on a bit of a tangent there yeah it does yeah no it, it makes total sense and you know I think something to think about is how many times have you ever done something that you were scared to do that was out of your comfort zone but actually you did it and you went I quite enjoyed that that was quite good I'm gonna do that yeah. again um and actually you know if you if you think about that feeling it's having that adrenaline rush at the end when you've yeah. achieved that thing and you've done that thing that makes you go okay I can do that now I feel a little bit more confident to do it again and I feel a little yeah. more confident to do it again. But it is about dealing with that imposter syndrome at first and, you know, almost putting yourself into the perspective of being totally new to something, whatever it might be, and being a learner mm. around yeah. whatever it might be that you're trying to work towards. And, you know, mm. if someone knows more than you, great, tell me more. I want to learn more. I want to absorb all the information. I want to soak everything up that I possibly can. Yeah. So that you can get to that point where actually you can go live on Instagram or, you know, you can do this, you can do that, you can do the other. And then yeah. you come off and go, oh, I feel, yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Really good. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. And in a really practical sense, they could bring those circles in and think, right, where is it that I want to be? What is it that I'm working towards? What do I need to do at each stage of these kind of, of, of this diagram to practice? getting there and it's really about daily practice it's not just about suddenly clicking your fingers and evolving into the kind of person that does all of these different things you know when life happens set the bar lower so start setting the bar really low for yourself and just practicing it and you know really getting comfortable with jumping out um so I love that and I think the 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 message that I'm talking that I was talking about was um one of my um one of the members of my community who was like Sarah you keep sending me all this really helpful stuff and you've got your really helpful podcast and I know that it's all going to really help but there's a part of me that just knows that I'm just that there's a part of me that just won't press play there's mm -hmm. a part of me that just won't do the thing and I loved that because it was so raw and honest but such an accurate representation of where we all are to a certain extent you know I'd be absolutely lying to you if I told you that there's not a few things that I'm feeling like that around at the moment and mm -hmm. I can imagine that for yourself there's also that kind of like oh speaking in front of a crowd of people for me it's like oh stop <laughs> Um, virtually fine I can't mm -hmm. see all of your faces um, but you know recently I went to a mastermind day and did a um, nutrition training for um, a bunch of other business owners and it was absolutely incredible and I loved it and I very much got that feeling that you were describing where you were like you know you um, jump out your comfort zone and once you've done it you're like oh, I did that wow but at the time I was thinking oh my gosh who do I think I am <laughs> So. Yeah, yeah, I, and whoever we are, regardless of where we're at, that is something that 
I'm sure we have all felt at some point and we will <laughs> all feel for sure um, but actually I love that but you know even for yourself it's something that that you get but you've got yeah. that feeling afterwards of going yes I can do this I can do this totally. yeah totally totally and I think that since Covid I'm not quite sure if you've had this experience as well but since Covid it's um um people are so in their comfort zones because we're so used to being at home and I think for me even things like you know I used to go into town every single day into like Manchester every single day and it wouldn't bother me at all and even now because I've spent so long at home you know not really getting out much because it's been years really that we've been kind of in this mindset it's a big ordeal to go into town or it's a big you know so even little things can be so far out of your comfort zone sometimes and it's re-regulating your nervous system around it all isn't it and being like hey we're so safe this is totally okay you used to do this every day you're fine right um so yeah I, I love that I really I think that's going to be so helpful to so many people um so yeah amazing I'm just going to check my questions to see um if there's oh okay amazing um so obviously co confidence queen um one of the questions that I really wanted to ask you is what would be your and I, th I think you've kind of answered this in terms of the diagram and stepping out of your comfort zone a little bit but in the area of confidence if you feel like you have absolutely no confidence, you're in a place where you're just like, oh, like all of this just feels like such a pipe dream to me. Is there anything you would say would be helpful for someone who needs that first step into self-confidence to, mm. in order to push themselves out of their comfort zone or in order to um, get themselves into the realm of feeling um, like, oh, actually, even that stretch zone might feel a little bit too much for them, but ugh, I can get used to the idea now. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, I love this question when it comes up. And I think my, my response is always to start to have an awareness around the thoughts and the feelings that you are having on a day-to-day -day basis. So, mm. you know, it, it, it might be that you go, well, actually, I am so far within my comfort zone that I can't even think about what it might well be out of it. And the idea, even, even the idea of it terrifies me. Great, okay. So let's start to then acknowledge on a day-to-day -day basis and start to maybe note down on, you know, you know, it's up on your phone or in a journal mm. or, you know, voice memoing them to yourself. Let's start to just acknowledge as you go through your day, what are you thinking and feeling about certain things? So is it that you are um, going to the shops, for example, and you're thinking, oh, I could really do without having to do this. I'm so busy. Right, let's note it down. Okay. Mm. And then once we've got that list of thoughts and feelings that you have, okay, is it true that you're actually busy? Or what else is going on there? Are you actually procrastinating? So what are you mm. avoiding in which case? So do you see what, like, there's yeah, totally. a similar idea of what's going on above the surface and the way that you're thinking and feeling is actually so many other things once you start to unpack yeah. it. But unless you've got the kind of the surface awareness around what's going on, it's really difficult to do the deep diving stuff. Totally. So I would start to jot down, yeah, any thoughts, any feelings that you have throughout the day and then you start to question yourself around them and you can start to ask questions like is this true mm. i'm saying i'm going to feel more confident when i've lost a stone well why can't you feel more confident about how you feel now to do with your body yeah. going on there or what if that when never happens what's yeah. what that then mean to you yeah have I that awareness, have that day-to-day -day awareness and that will then start to show you where you can start to shift things as a result yeah i love that i love that and i think there's no there's no question as powerful as is that true when you're on this journey to building a business healing your relationship with food working towards your best health whatever it is and you're feeling discomfort around anything is this true is a really really good question because it really gets you to think about and I think sometimes again we jump to really impulsive you know as we were having the conversation earlier around um jumping to impulsive behaviors to try and get ourselves back to safety whereas really sometimes all we need is that hang on a minute are you are you like what what's actually happening mm -hmm. it, are you do you actually not have time i the, this the amount of times that i have to ask this question to myself every day is wild like sarah really <laughs> are you just bsing yourself i think you are <laughs> yeah are you just spending too much time scrolling on instagram yeah yeah 
I am I, I've got a really good example of this actually is one day I had a morning off client calls and I went and took Sage for a walk my dog and I was normally I go one way and today I was like well I've got a little bit of extra time today so I'm going to go this way and I'm going to go the long way around um and in my head immediately my ego started going wild it was like you know Sarah you don't have time for this you know, you're going to miss your first client call. You're not going to have time to do all the things that you set out to do today if you go this way. And, and in that moment, I literally would have let that voice get the better of me and I would have just gone the normal way. But in that moment, I was like, hang on a minute, is that actually true? Like, don't be ridiculous. I've literally got about five hours till my first call. That's so, like, that is so just not necessary to jump to conclusions like that. Like, you're fine. You've got time. It's okay. So it kind of goes to show that this can happen in so many different areas of your life. This is not just about health or business or anything. It can literally happen about going to the shops. Um, and feeling too busy or taking your dog for a walk and what route can you take? Um, I'm very much someone who gets distracted by a lot of decision making. And so decisions feel really difficult for me sometimes because I make them such a big ordeal. Like, what shall I do? Shall I do this or this? And I end up doing nothing sometimes because I feel so overwhelmed. Um, uh, I know that we're getting a few comments as well. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this happens to me every day. Me too. Yeah, totally. It's like, if I've got too many decisions to make, like ASOS for me is a minefield. I won't even go on it because it's like, if I've got to choose between five pots, I just want one. Like, no. Um, we've also got a question. I love these. Okay. So how do you know the difference between procrastination and if you're, and if you're just busy? Like, how do you know if you're procrastinating red flags? And I love that question. I feel like, go for it, Amy. You answer this one because you're really, you're, you're, you're like business um uh, you you work with a lot of business owners so i can imagine that this is something that you find all of all of the time with your clients yeah i think the thing the, the word that crops up for me initially is the word avoidance so mm. you, you uh, my perception on this would be that you can be busy but still procrastinating because you could be filling the time with one thing to then procrastinate on another um yeah. so i think it's it's about understanding whether actually the things that you have in your diary that are making your diary busy, if you are busy, whether they are things that are helping you to move forwards mm. or whether they are things that are actually holding you back and you're filling the space because it feels harder to do the stuff that will help you to move forwards. Yeah, yeah. Equally, you could just be procrastinating by cooking the dinner, washing the dishes, suddenly the hoover becomes much more exciting. <laughs> suddenly the sixth walk of the day is all the more enticing. You know, it's, it, it's about understanding your intention behind how you're spending your time. Mm, totally. so, yeah, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Do I need yeah. to do this right now? Is it true that this needs to be done right now? Is this going to help me to move forwards or is actually, is this going to hold me back? Yeah, totally, totally. I love that. I love that. I think so many of us could use that as well. And I think, Jessica, what might be helpful for you is literally write a list of all of the things that if, if you're a business owner, because I can imagine, um, I'm not sure if you are, but I can imagine maybe you are. Um, so if that's the case, um, write down a list of all the things that are really like that, that you feel like move the needle forward in your business. And concentrate on those things and if you're doing anything outside of that that's where you really need to be intentional about you know why is it that you're doing that and basically everything that Amy said but I think for me as a business owner and for being quite prone to really scatty behavior um I can tell you what doesn't yet <laughs> um I can be quite prone to really scatty behavior and for me what's really helpful is having a list of like Sarah these are your daily non-negotiables of what you need to do each day to to move your business in the right direction and if you're doing anything around that check yourself because girl you can go off on one <laughs> at times um so yeah love that um and another question so how do you just get it done when you feel like you cannot love this <laughs> oh, oh. speaking to my soul <laughs> i love this um and sorry you might have some some little tips but yeah. the one that the one that comes to to my mind initially is one that i heard from mel robbins actually and it's literally like counting down five four three two one so, for example, if you don't want to get out of bed in the morning, like if you're really struggling to get up, it's the idea of just counting down five, four, three, two, one out loud and then just doing it. 
Mm, and by yeah. counting down and by giving yourself that countdown where you already understand that actually those numbers and counting down in that way is a countdown for something and something's going to happen at the end. It yeah. actually means that you are not able to overthink what it is that you're thinking about. It yeah. gets you into the here and now and it sets you up for, right, off I go, I'm going to do something. Whatever yeah. it be. That's a very quick practical tip. Yeah, Mel Robbins talks about talks about it. She's got a whole book on it. Yeah, um, yeah. That would be my initial suggestion. But Sarah, I don't know if you've yeah. got any well I love that and I was literally thinking that straight away as soon as I saw the question and you know sometimes I think what's important to point out here is sometimes the simplest things make the biggest impact because I think sometimes we hear something like that and I I remember when I first heard Mel Robbins talk about the five second rule and I was rolling my eyes like that's ridiculous that's not going to work for me that's so like obviously if it was that easy I'd have done it already because you know we can we can be like that as humans like, I know best um, and actually, it's really helpful. It's really practical. And if you put it into practice, and I think this is one thing that I always say with my clients, it's really less so about big drastic action. And sometimes it's about those, that toolkit of a few different things that really, like, that really kind of um, support you into making the right decisions each day. So uh, one really helpful thing for me is like a 10 I love a 10 minute timer. I put a 10 minute timer on for everything. So if I don't want to move my body, I'll set a 10 minute timer and I'll move for 10 minutes. And if when my 10 minute goes up, timer goes off, I, um, when my 10 minute timer goes off and I'm hating it, I'll, I'll let myself off with it. But try it for 10 minutes first, right? I think that's something that's really, really powerful is can I just do it for 10 minutes? Because if I can just do it for 10 minutes, if I hate it after that, I'll stop. So maybe for you, that looks like, um, and I can't figure out your name. It's um, Sabrina. I know. It's Sabrina is my amazing. She's the Hayley Bieber nail lady. Oh, oh hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm annoyed that I don't live um, near you so that I can go get them done as well because they look absolutely gorgeous. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so a 10 minute timer is, is really, really helpful. Like set your timer for 10 minutes, try the thing. And if after 10 minutes you hate it, let yourself off. It, it doesn't it doesn't need to happen right um love this um and another one for me is like 10 minute time is giving you that break that you need so you know if me and ashley are having an argument and i know that i'm probably being a little bit irrational that's a really good time for me to go set a 10 minute timer go sit upstairs think about what i've done <laughs> no breathe for a second and um, give myself some space and then come back down feeling a little bit more like composed and grounded mm -hmm. and so like give yourself 10 minutes if after 10 minutes you hate it and in a business capacity this could look like you know if you're really not feeling something try it for 10 minutes and if you're still feeling like oh like I'm just not feeling this today I'm okay no worries let's try it again mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. yeah 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 and I know so some people little, will take that to the next level and be like well even if I am enjoying it I'm going to stop after 10 minutes because yeah. it's going to make me the next time I Sorry, low battery. It's going to make me, next time I do it, want to do it even more. Yeah, yeah, totally. totally. Like and if we can get into the habit of doing things, um, you know, again, set the bar lower. Set the bar really low on everything that you're trying to achieve. And eventually it becomes so much easier to do those daily non-negotiables, those things that, that movement, that whatever else it is, when you've been doing it for 10 minutes per day versus trying to do it for hours and hours on end per day mm -hmm. and getting burnt out and overworked and just going over the top with it all. So set your bar low. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Amy, have you got anything that you want to add to this whole conversation before I um, ask you a little bit more about your podcast no. that you've got going on? No. <laughs> Hold on, I am just going to get my phone charger though because I'm on 10% yeah. battery. Hang on. Okay, hold on. There we go. Right, hang on. Because I don't want this to die. That would just be classic you and me though, wouldn't it? It would be classic if that happened. Amazing. Amazing. So, obviously you have a um, workshop coming up soon on imposter syndrome so, so for anyone who's really enjoyed this conversation especially if they're business owners um what would you like to say about your workshop what's what's going to happen what's, what's on the agenda yeah I mean we we were talking earlier around having 
the awareness about the thoughts and feelings that you have on a day-to-day basis mm. and how that might well then help you to be able to move towards where you want to be or actually it might well hold you back from where you want to be so um i am running like an hours online workshop on the 18th of august um, it's called the summer imposter syndrome workshop straight to the point love that's that. what it says on the tin um, yeah, and it's, no guessing. <laughs> <laughs> um and essentially what it is is it's, it's starting to really understand what imposter syndrome is and what it isn't and mm. then how we can start to build up our toolkit to understand the thoughts that are helping us the thoughts that aren't helping us mm. and then when that imposter syndrome does crop up in the moment what we can do with the tools that you know we've explored in that session what we can then do to be able to move forwards so it's kind of learning and, and understanding a little bit about it and then learning the practical side of things we all know i love some practical tips now yeah um, totally. the practical side of like right when i'm feeling imposter syndrome when i'm feeling self-doubt when i am procrastinating when i am avoiding what can i do in the moment to get me from here to here yeah and make myself feel better so it's exploring all of that and then at the end as well, there's space for three hot seating sessions too, which I'm quite Ooh. excited about. So yeah. what that is, is it's like a little bit of a mini deep dive of five yeah. minutes into something that is going on for you. And we mm. chat live in the mm. workshop and we kind of, we have the opportunity to be able to unpick it a little bit to work out exactly what's going on. So that yeah. when the workshop's finished, then you've, again, you've got kind of more individualised personal feedback to be able to move forward. I love that. I love that. That sounds amazing and so helpful. And I know when you're involved, it's always going to be really practical and everyone's going to take away so much from it. So um, that sounds amazing. We've just got um, a question. What time is going, what, what time is the workshop going to be, Amy? That's, Tell that's, us that's a more. good question. Thank you very much. It you is. <laughs> how, how will we know? How will we know? <laughs> on zoom for the whole day no um so it's 12 o'clock uk time um, and obviously you know it's august so people are away or there's people in different time zones or whatever so you know if if that 12 o'clock slot if you're not able to make it live then as long as you've signed up then you will get the replay within 24 hours um and for you to be up for the Come on, Amy, speak some words. Um, for you to be eligible for the hot seat coaching, you must make sure that you're joining live and you must make sure that you drop me a message beforehand. But it's all once you sign up, all the details are there as to how Amazing. you can get onto that too. Amazing. Uh, 12 o'clock on the 18th of August. And you can Love it. through the link in my bio. Amazing. 